Calgary Mountain Movers are a high-quality, highly reliable moving company who offer to assist with all your relocation needs. Find out more and request a discount by contacting our good friend and owner, Jeff. Email him at mountainmovers at mail.org and tell him Chetty sent you. Hi, everybody. Hope everybody's having a wonderful day. Today, I have somebody very special here beside me that I'm going to interview. It was hard to find people to interview because I'm trying to self-isolate amidst all the corona stuff. Um, But this is somebody that I visit with on a daily basis. Even if it's not in person, it's usually on the phone at least three or four times a day, I would say. So somebody that's fairly close to me. uh, She is a retired English teacher. She is also a seminary teacher for our church, which means she teaches all of the youth um, every morning, very early morning. Um, it's a huge commitment. And she teaches them gospel doctrine um, from the scriptures. And this year they are studying the Book of Mormon. So she's a very spiritual person. She's a hard worker. She always goes the extra mile. And I am talking about none other than my own mother. Her name is Beverly. Say hello, Beverly. Hi, everyone. Awesome. So I thought um, I was actually planning on interviewing another seminary teacher, but because of self-isolation, I think this is a great opportunity to talk to someone just as spiritual with just as much insight and life experience. So the question I, the topic I kind of wanted to talk about today was something that our beloved prophet, President Nelson mentioned in some of his latest messages out to us Latter-day Saints. And I truly feel that even if you're not a member of our faith, that uh, I, I believe most people do believe in a higher power or a higher being. And so whether we call it God or Heavenly Father, you may call call that something different. So I do feel like most people will be able to relate to something that we say in this podcast episode. And if not, feel free to move on past it. That's fine as well. So our prophet has been sending out messages and asking all of us, how do we hear God's voice? How do we hear him? And so I wanted to talk a little bit about how I hear him, but I really want to hear because I know everybody probably hears him differently. So I'm going to kind of open it up to my mom and we're just going to have a bit of a discussion about how we receive that personal revelation or those personal inspirations that help us guide our own lives. So mom, what, what are your thoughts? How, how do you hear him? Well, being a teacher, I think I'm going to give a little bit of background just so that uh, people can understand where I'm coming from. Uh, when I was a young girl, uh, I would have really appreciated having more guidance and direction. I, I had it from my parents and uh, teachers at school and leaders in the church and uh, even sometimes from my friends. But uh, that confirming uh, voice from uh, our Heavenly Father uh, would have been welcome. And he was probably there many a time going, knock, 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 Beverly, uh, listen to my voice. But I didn't really understand and know what that meant. Um, I have a friend who uh, frequently says that when we were young, we knew uh, little ditty songs about a a stream going down a hill, but we didn't really understand how the Lord speaks to us. 
And consequently, I feel that in my youth, uh, I, I forego the blessings of knowing what that voice was all about. And uh, as I teach my seminary students now, and they are the age that I was uh, when I was in high school and, and didn't really know and understand what this voice was, I desperately want to share uh, my belief in this voice that can guide and direct our lives because I think that teenagers nowadays are going through tremendous turmoil in their own personal lives and to know and hear that voice and recognize that it's God guiding and directing us uh, I think is extremely valuable. So um, with that background uh, uh, that I share with you, I would like to um, kind of bring us up to my adulthood. Uh, as I, <clears throat> excuse me, as I um, became older and started to know and understand uh, the scriptures better, uh, I eventually clued in that uh, I have uh, been blessed with having what is called the light of Christ, which allows uh, all of us, uh, no matter who we are, uh, but just all of us are innately born with uh, this voice that goes on in our heart and in our minds. And some might call it a conscience, some might call it uh, other kinds of things, uh, but it is that uh, knowledge that we have between uh, good and not so good in our lives. And I think that if we uh, strive to be living a good life and be open to the fact that there is someone other than ourselves to turn to for guidance and direction, it is that light of Christ. Also, later in my life, I started to realize, too, that um, I have been blessed with a, an additional voice that can guide and direct me, and that is called the Holy Ghost. And as those of you who are uh, religious uh, or are familiar with the scriptures, we've been told that the Godhead is made up of God the Father and His Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Ghost. And it's the Holy Ghost that I want to talk a little bit about right now. Be, having been blessed with the gift of the Holy Ghost, I have the opportunity, if I so choose, to listen to this still, small voice that speaks to me and prompts me. Uh, if, I, if I strive to uh, lead a good life, and I desire this uh, gift in my life. Um, I can think of uh, kind of inconsequential uh, examples. It may be inconsequential to some, but this one, this particular example was very important to me. Well, and sometimes those are the ones that you remember. Yes, right? absolutely, yeah. because you go, aha, I was the voice that was speaking to me. So I was out herding cows with a friend. That probably sounds pretty crazy. You probably wonder, Beverly herding cows, but I actually was doing that. And at the time, I wore contact lenses. And uh, for whatever reason, my contact lens flipped out of my eye. And we're walking down uh, in the middle of a pasture with driving these cows towards, uh, uh, well, I can't even remember where we were taking them. But anyway, and my contact lens is gone. And so I'm just like blind and I don't know 
where this contact lens has got has uh, landed and and there's tons of waving grass around and whatnot and uh, I immediately stopped and started to look around and I didn't see anything and of course it would almost be invisible. I don't remember if they were colored or not but chances are they were green. I love to make my eyes look green but anyway um, still such a small thing to find. Oh absolutely and it, it kind of uh, looks like a drop of water or something. Yeah. It, it's extremely small. So there on um, on the ground, I'm kneeling, I'm kneeling down on my hands and knees, and I'm trying to desperately find this contact lens. And then a voice came into my mind that told me a specific direction to go. It was as clear as a bell. And it had it was the direction where he we had just come from, yes, which makes sense. However, we had walked over that grass. And I, I thought, well, that doesn't make any sense. If it had been there, it would have been crushed under our feet and under the feet of the cows and, and everything else. But I listened to that voice and I went back to the 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 spot where I was directed to go and I got down on my hands and knees and I no sooner did that than I looked straight down in front of my face and there was this contact lens. Wow. And and other people could say that's coincidence, but I know a voice came into my mind and told me where to look. And um it was a it was a marvelous feeling to know that somebody loves me enough that wants to help me with this kind of inconsequential situation of finding my contact lens. So I know now in my adulthood, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that the Holy Ghost does guide and direct me and uh, prompt me to know what to do. And I term that personal revelation. Absolutely. Me too. Now, I have two grandchildren, as you know. They're your daughters. I sure do know. (laughs) Yeah, I've interviewed them on this podcast as well. There you go. And um, I really, really believe that, uh, as I said earlier, young people have a lot of uh, choices to face these days and uh, challenges in their lives. And I desperately want those little girls to know early in life about the gift of the Holy Ghost and how he speaks to us. And uh, as I do my seminary students... And he's not very often a big, loud, booming voice, although I have heard of people who have had those experiences. But he is a very quiet voice in our hearts and minds. And I think personally, he desperately wants to help us. I agree. And I love that you brought up a a story from when you were younger, before you probably even really knew what that voice would sound like. I remember a story that you probably remember as well. When I was younger, uh, we were on our way to school. It was just me and my mom, and we were driving to school, and I'm the type of person, now I know why, because I have some health conditions, but they make me very sensitive to temperature. So I'm one of those kids, and I'm one of those adults that I would always get cold, and then I would always overheat and get hot. So I would always remember to bring layers to school. So 
for whatever reason, that one day, and I was a kid that remembered everything. That was before all my brain fog set in as an adult. <laughs> but uh, I always prided myself in remembering and being very on the ball. Probably a little bit of childhood anxiety, don't you think, Mom? Absolutely. But anyways, I uh, that day, for whatever reason, I forgot a sweater. And I remember driving to school and probably freaking out. I don't remember freaking out. My my mom would probably remember better if I was freaking out or not. But I'm like, mom, I didn't remember a sweater. I've got a big grin on my face right now because I totally remember this. You remember Uh, this as well. uh, Yes, I do. So anyways, I'm like, I forgot a sweater. And my mom's like, well, we've already traveled too far. We're almost to school. It would take us longer to get home. My mom would drop me off at school and then she would go to her work and she was a teacher at a different school. So we didn't have time to go all the way back home. So what did you tell me? I told you, let's pop over to Grandma's, who lives very close to, to the school you were attending at the time, and pick up a sweater from her that you can wear. Yes, it would drown you and be way too big, but that but was... But for whatever reason, I actually agreed yeah, so, that I would wear one of Grandma's sweaters. Yeah. So I so I feel in this case that we were both prompted to... Uh, I thought of going to grandma's for the sweater. You thought of the fact you needed the sweater. And and in retrospect, it's like like the Holy Ghost was pounding on our on our hearts and our minds and saying, You need to address this situation. And now I think Teddy's going to go to grandma and she's going to tell the rest of the the story to you. This is pretty special that I get to interview a 99 year old on my on my uh, podcast. Grandma, do you remember this day? Do you remember what we're talking about? This is the day that when we came by your house needing a sweater, you had locked yourself out of your house on a cold winter day. Do you remember that? No. You don't remember this story. Isn't that crazy, hey? Grandma had locked herself out of the house. Because she was walking. Because she had gone walking. She goes walking every morning. And for whatever reason, that morning, she was locked out of her house with no way in. Uh, you probably remember the rest of the story because I was just a kid. Yeah. Um, you didn't have a key hidden anywhere and no access to getting into your house. And uh, consequently, <clears throat> and it was a very cold winter morning. And consequently, you would have been out there without a co- uh, without uh, a key to get into the house. Yes, you were dressed warmly, but that would have only been a good situation for so long. And then after that, you would have been very, very cold. And um, you weren't really young then. So it wasn't good that you were out in the cold for an extended period of time. And uh, I've always had a key to your house, right, Mom? Yeah. And uh, because Teddy thought about, I don't have a sweater, and because I thought the solution be, let's run over to Grandma, she lives really close by, we discovered her out walking in front of her house, back and forth, back and forth. Do you remember the situation now, Mom? Faintly. Well, I just think that's amazing. And, and I want to say that... Kudos to my mom because she helped me recognize at that young age that that was the spirit working through you, Teddy. That was the Holy Ghost or something made you forget your sweater so that we would stop by grandma's house for that sweater. That was the Holy Ghost working through you. That is how you heard his voice that day. 
And I appreciate that. And that's always stuck with me because to this very day, mom, you probably don't even know this, but the way I hear him, if somebody were to ask me, which the prophet has done, how do you hear him? I would say, I hear him through my thoughts. There is a scripture and maybe you can reference it better than me, but there is a scripture that says anything good comes of God. Everything not good um, comes from the devil. There's opposition in all things, but everything good comes from Heavenly Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Ghost. So I've always kept that in mind. So whenever I have a thought, a positive thought, oh, you should call this person, oh, you should text this person, oh, you should check in on this person, oh, you should do this, you should do that, I've made a habit of acting as quickly as I can without delay because oftentimes I have found that people have later thanked me and said, you really need to um, realize that that was an inspiration. I really needed to hear that at this time. Um, It happens to me more often than not so much that I actually for a few months last year even kept, I'm a huge bullet journaler. I love bullet journaling. And one of my pages was my promptings that I receive. And that would often just be thoughts that would come into my mind that were a positive thought. And I would keep track of them. And I would write down every little thing. And it was amazing to see as I was tracking all of these promptings that I got how much of a difference it made in my own life when I followed through and how much my faith increased and my gratitude increased and how much it was blessing the lives of other people as well. And I truly believe that as we follow those promptings and that spiritual revelation, um, we will bless ourselves, we will bless other people, and we will be grateful. And gratitude does rewire your brain to becoming a more happy and joyful person. And um, I hope that all of you can also search within yourselves. Take this time while we're all on a self-isolation to personally reflect a little bit more. See how you hear him. How do you hear the Holy Ghost? How do you hear um, that greater power that you believe in? How How do you gain more or increase your own spirituality on a personal level without the help of um, church leaders or church meetings or other podcasts or anything like that. How do you do that? I do it through journaling. I do it through prayer. I do it through hearing my own thoughts and paying attention to them and being more mindful and more present in the moment. And so... Unless my mom has anything else to say. I have one other uh, example that I'd like to share with you that that really struck me. And this was um, uh, told to me as an adult when I'm, when I'm already um, now familiar with how the, the Spirit speaks to us and guides us and prompts us. But one of our church leaders was conducting a, a Sunday meeting. And uh, he was in charge, in fact. And he, uh, if I recall correctly, if I recall the story, he was actually going to be speaking at this particular meeting. And something came to his heart and mind, like you said, through, through his thoughts that said, you need to go see so-and-so. And so-and-so was uh, somebody that he was somewhat familiar with, but was, they weren't really close friends or anything like that. And he said that... Um, he was experienced enough with how the spirit works and how we get prompted 
uh, to do the good things that you mentioned. And so right in the middle of this meeting, and he's up in front of everybody in the chapel, and he, and, and uh, like I say, was going to be speaking shortly, he got right up, walked out, Nobody knew what he was doing and that, uh, or why he was doing it, and that's not something that people usually do. And he went to this person's home, and the person uh, opened the door to him and said, how did you know that I needed you? And apparently this person was contemplating committing suicide. Wow. And uh, I think to live... A good life where you can be in a, in a position to hear those promptings uh, through your heart and through your mind that help other people, that help yourself, that help your family members, that give you uh, the knowledge that you are loved and there is, as you call it, a higher power that cares about you, uh, cares about you so much uh, that um, they're always... Uh, willing to be present in your life and to give you those um, those messages that just make our lives so much richer and uh, in this particular case safer. Absolutely. And uh, he concluded when he was relating this experience to to us later on that after that experience he never once uh, ignored that thought that came to his head that he needed to do something. That's a powerful moment. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. No, I appreciate you sharing that. There are just so many stories, and I know of so many other people that I could interview because I've just heard so many, so many stories. And if anybody wants to feel more inspiration, you can go on to the website lds.org, and I believe the Hear Him scripture will be on there right now. The link is now called thechurchofjesuschrist.org. Oh, good to know. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Thank mm-hmm. you. Okay. So I think we're going to leave it there. Um, how do you hear him? Tell me or reach out or just ponder. I think it's a, it's a good time to turn off the devices and, and kind of reconnect to ourselves, especially right now in today's day and age. So I hope you all have a blessed Sunday. I will probably not post this on a Sunday. So uh, whenever we hear this episode, it will probably be in a week or so. But uh, please enjoy. And mom, thank you so much for letting me interview you. My pleasure. Thank you for the opportunity to share this important message. And grandma, thank you for chiming in with your two cents. <laughs> You're most welcome. <laughs> I'm still going to try to convince her that I should interview her for something, but at an at the age of 99, I don't know if uh, she wants to sit here and yatter away for 15 minutes, so she she can sit and listen instead. But have a good day and we'll talk to you next time. A big thanks to another sponsor, Show Home Furniture. A family-owned largest showroom in Calgary, selling affordable Canadian custom furniture. They are such cool owners that they wanted us to tell you to come into Shower Home and ask for a discount from Teddy and receive 20% off one regular price non-custom item. 